0: Hey, welcome all you wiretappers out there, back here in the studio of Gangland Wire. You know, I found an old article I think is really interesting. In the Chicago Tribune in 1920-something, I don't remember the exact date, Al Capone, the headline was, Al Capone shot himself with his own pistol. It's an accident. <laughs> I never heard that story before of you, but it was right there in the newspaper. And, and it's, I mean, I believe it. Starts off with Alphonse Capone, Chicago's most spectacular gang chieftain, was in St. Margaret's Hospital in Hammond. So this must be down by Hammond, Indiana. He had bullet holes in his right and left leg and in his groin. Oh, my God. I tell you what, we had a policeman one time that had an automatic pistol before you are supposed to even, you're only supposed to have the revolvers, but he bought an off-duty gun that was a semi-automatic. He jammed it down in his belt, and he shot himself right down next to his nuts. I mean, and it went down through his thigh. (laughs) I said that his dick hid for a week after that. Anyhow, I digress. He was out golfing with a guy named Johnny Patton, who was known as the boy mayor of Burnham. If anybody can tell me about Burnham. again, this must be down in Indiana. I got a feeling there's South Chicago. Uh, and they were on the Burnham Golf Links, which must have been uh, kind of a short golf course. I think it was a nine-hole old-school golf course. Carrying a gun in his pocket for some reason, which uh, I can imagine Al Capone needed to have a gun in his pocket. It was a forty-five caliber pistol. <laughs> this was not a little thirty-two or a twenty-two, and it discharged. It was in his right hip pocket. It was. It it went down through the fleshy part of his right leg. It, the article said, said it nearly missed his abdomen. It must have been an upper pocket. I mean, when they said pocket, it must have been up here. So it nearly missed his abdomen, and then it embedded itself in his left leg. Uh, the boy mayor of Murnum took his buddy Al Capone to the hospital, to the Hammond Hospital, and he was given an extensive suite. <laughs> I tell you what, you can't make this shit up. And under the name of Gary, G-A-R-Y, uh, they called a, a doctor, and of course they started doing the uh, what you call it. They started, you know, doing whatever he had to do to uh, make Al feel a little better. Uh, in the end, he he stayed there for a while until he had a complete recovery. He had five rooms altogether that were in his suite. In the newspaper article, they said the big fellas, he's known in Gang (laughs) circles. The other four rooms out of these five rooms, the other four were used by his grim men, as they called them, slipping in and out and making sure that nobody got close to the boss, to the big man, to the big guy. (laughs) Pistols were not flashed around. But it seemed like there were sentinels around the hospital and outside. Remember the scene in The Godfather, where there's supposed to be guards around The Godfather, and all of a sudden they disappeared? Well, these guards did not disappear, and and they were looked like the reporter said they looked like they were ready for anything. Now, the secret of his identity was was kept pretty good until it leaked out. And then visitors started flogging into the hospital, and they were they were told, well, Mr. Gary, we don't have a Mr. Capone, Mr. Gary, and he does not want to be disturbed. That The cops never knew what it was, and, and nobody ever knew the name of his physician other than he was a local Hammond practitioner. One of his guards, according to the newspaper article, was Tony Little New York Campania, and one of the Gennaro brothers and four others said they were known in the cryptic language of their own circle as La Cava, Felco, Perry, and Marcus. The scene of the accidental shooting is a golf course. It was a track it was a forest preserve leased out not long ago at this point in time to the park board of Burnham and Burnham is a small village and which is controlled by this guy, this a mayor and a strong man named Patton that was playing golf with the big boy. You know, I heard another story, and I think I maybe even uh, reported on this one time where Al Capone and uh Grizy thumb jake guzik and uh, machine gun jack McGurn, and killer fred burke or fred killer burke were playing a game of golf and and they were playing it for 500 and the and guzik won they were shooting like in the 60s for a nine round nine hole round i mean jesus i, I can play better than that um but anyhow, Capone was a, was, was a pretty inveterate golfer. It sounds to me like I don't know many other stories. Any of you guys out there know any other stories about Al Capone playing golf? Um, put it in the comments. I think it's really interesting. Now, this clubhouse and this golf course, uh, was controlled by the mayor. As I said, uh, a guy named, uh, what was that guy's name? It was, uh, Bill, I think, um, uh, Johnny, Johnny Patton, the boy mayor of Burnham. He used that clubhouse as a gambling parlor and a beakeasy and a roadhouse, as they called them back then. We used to call those anything out in the county was a roadhouse. and We called them buckets of blood. Anyhow, uh, so this is just another little thing out of the story of Alphonse, the big guy Capone and playing golf with the boy mayor of Burnham. Uh, very interesting. I, I, I tell you what, this Al Capone was, uh, he is the one of the most popular next to Gotti. He is the next most popular person on Facebook, if <laughs> you can go by clicks. It's it's just crazy. And there's been so many books written by him that have really gone into his life with a fine tooth comb. And, and there's a new and real academic, really thick book released released just about the time about the time I started this podcast. That's when I created my Kansas City Mom Tour app, I noticed that there was a Chicago app. A tour, and it was only of Capone sites, and so I got hold of that author, Jonathan Eig, was his name, and he said he didn't know he didn't do it, so I, I figured it out on my own. But uh, you know, just one more of the many little gang stories that we'd like to put up here on uh, Gangland Wire. So be sure and check out the Facebook group. There's fifty over fifty thousand people in. We'll get a few arguments once in a while. We we'll get. Uh, uh, no politics and, and nothing like that. No way. If you start harassing or bullying anybody, you start calling them bad names, you know, we just block you. Uh, I am the dictator and I am the boss on that, uh, Facebook group. So you know, get on there and you have any problems, get hold of me. And I'm on there a lot. I have two co-fellow administrators that help me out with it. If, um, if you, uh, want to learn more about Kansas City Bob stuff on um, Amazon, I have my movies, Gangland Wire, which is about, Really, how we got into the skim and the skim investigation, the skim from Las Vegas, from the Kansas City viewpoint, you know, that movie, uh, Casino, would never really, they might not have done that investigation, at least not the way they did it, had it not been for a a little microphone hidden in uh, Kansas City, not in a corner store, but in a uh, pizza place, a, a, a lounge, Ross Strata's lounge. And I have my other one about the mob war in Kansas City, which I was right in the middle of, Brothers Against Brothers, the Seville Sparrow War, both on, for rent for $1.99. I got my book out there on uh, as a Kindle's 4 99 and you can click on the links at the top of the transcript I used, and it'll go to a uh, YouTube or another Vimeo page, and you can hear the actual wiretaps, that hear the actual guys talking. I thought that was kind of cool, and I, I figured out how to do that. I have the hard copy book, too. And I don't know. with anything else promote? I guess not. Anyhow, that's all I've got to promote, and I really appreciate y'all tuning in. And don't forget, if you have a problem with drugs or alcohol, go see uh, Anthony Ruggiano down in Florida. He's a former Gambino soldier and a drug and alcohol counselor now. He's got a YouTube page. And, oh, I see. I got a call coming in from another guy, from a mob guy, actually. And, and don't forget if you have a, uh, a problem with, uh, um, God, I've lost it. I got this phone call coming in. You know, this is a pretty, pretty spontaneous deal here that I'm working on. Guys, uh, I'm using my, I don't know if you notice the difference. I'm using my phone to do a longer piece to see how it works. And, and I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to throw it right on up. I'm Sal South policing that was trying to call. I'll, I'll get back to him as soon as I get done here. Uh, So don't don't forget to come back and listen to me every week. I think it was something else I need to promote. I like to ride motorcycles and all that. So thanks a lot, guys.